0: and welcome to the Nutrition by Samantha podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, nutritionist who is on a mission to cut through the nutrition confusion and help you become the healthiest version of you. In this podcast, you'll find expert advice on all things binge and emotional eating, sustainable fat loss, sports nutrition, and all things in between. I hope you leave each episode inspired and empowered to make smarter eating choices. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome back to episode 16. Um, On this episode, we'll be talking about how to take care of your nutrition when your mental health just isn't in the best place at the moment. This has come up a couple of times in the past few weeks, so I thought it'd be a good time to talk about it as it is really important to be able to look after yourself while your mental health is not the best. So I'll be going through some tips um, and supplements that can really help. that but first a bit about me my week i got a new car i'm so excited so i got a hyundai kona it's so pretty it's white and there's so many buttons my old car was a car i got when i was 18 so i've had that for almost 12 years now and it's an old toyota corolla the one that i had previously so and it had like windy windows it didn't have the buttons for the windows so this car is like a massive upgrade there's so many features and things that the car does and I'm like oh my god there's so many buttons how do I use cruise control there's just so many things it's but I love it it's great and we drove it down to Lawn on Sunday so I went down to Lorne it's so pretty down there um, and we took Ava my dog down there um, if you have a dog you will totally relate to, to this but if you've been down to lawn, you would know there's just pretty much any beach town. There's always like a strip of shops that everyone's along with all the, the clothing shops and all the food restaurants and everything is. And we wanted to walk along there to figure out what we're going to get to eat. And if you have a dog, you know, the fear of your dog shitting on the sidewalk in front of everyone while they're eating their, eating their lunch or dinner or whatever or shopping. That's a big fear because Ava does huge shits because she's a 40 kilo rottweiler and so we we're like trying to walk her around the grass area hoping she'll do a shit before we go for a walk along the strip um to find something to eat and get some lunch she didn't do one of course and we're like okay we're just gonna have to get something to eat we can't do this for like an hour waiting for her to do a poo <laughs> but she didn't do one the whole time we were there I was so proud of her when we got home she got so much attention not that she never not 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 gets attention but gave her so much love and thanked her so much for not shitting on the sidewalk and lawn and embarrassing us because they stink and sometimes it's like bloody diarrhea especially if she's really excited and it's just very embarrassing anyway we end up getting chicken and chips at this um little cafe thing that we got takeaway to sit on the, the grass in front of the beach and eat it there. And I swear to God, I needed to take out a bloody bank loan to pay for these chicken and chips. It cost me, for takeaway chicken and chips, it cost me $50. We got three pieces of chicken and chips for my husband. I got two pieces of chicken and chips for myself. And it came to $50. And I was like, oh my God, that's so expensive. Um, It's absolutely ridiculous. But obviously they've got no uh what's the word competition there so they could just charge what they want but (laughs) I couldn't believe it it's so funny I was telling my parents when they came over or last night about it like yeah when we went there we spent like two grand on fish and chips but they were obviously joking they didn't spend two grand but it was very expensive and it was it was still nice it got the job done which was keeping us full there wasn't really many options to get to be honest, we did get we did look at the sushi, but there were flies in the window, so so we thought, mm, better not. <laughs> so we went got chicken and chips. It was delicious. Um, so that was my weekend. I'm just getting used to my new car and loving it. It's so nice, and we're driving it down the Great Ocean Road. Was really cool. Like it stays in the lane. It's oh, amazing. Like you don't like if you don't have your hands on the steering wheel. Not that I did that. I had my hands on the steering wheel, but not that. Like if you took them off, it will stay within the lane. It's crazy how good it is. And obviously this is all very new to me because this is just standard for everyone else in their life. But for me, I'm like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. (laughs) But anyway, let's get into the food recommendation for today. This is something I got from Aldi, but you can get it from Woolworths too, just a different brand. And... I don't know if this is just too simple but it was bloody delicious it was the turkey breast roast so it comes in a box and it's a turkey breast and it's like a big one kilo roast and it's so delicious and you can eat a lot of it for such low calorie as well so i had 200 grams which gives you about 220 calories and if you were to compare that to chicken breast chicken breast is 120 grams for 200 calories so roughly the same amount of calories but you get like 80 cal- 80 grams more of protein of meat I should say. So I've been having that for lunch. So obviously I cooked it up on the Monday morning in the oven, then sliced it up so I can have it every day for lunch. And yeah, I've been serving it with some rice and salad and it's been great. It's just filled me up for lunch to get me through until a dinner I might just have some watermelon, watermelon uh, in between. But other than that it's all good and I love it. So the brand from Woolworths is Ingham's And the brand from Aldi is Farmhouse. They're both pretty much exactly the same calorie-wise. They're probably just made in the same factory or same shop. I don't know. And then just put the Aldi sticker on it for the Aldi one. I don't know. But yeah, it's a great option for lunches if you're a bit sick of chicken and the usual. Well, we'll get into today's episode. So when it comes to diet and mental health it is really important that everyone obviously does just eat a healthy well-balanced diet drinks plenty of water and keeps an eye on how much caffeine and alcohol they're having for their mental health however when your mental health isn't in the best place it can be really hard to actually want to eat a balanced diet and want to look after your health because you're not exactly sometimes for most people not in this the right space of mind to care about that stuff. So I want to go through a few tips that can really help with that um, and really help, yeah, I suppose, maintain your health during this time. Because I do sometimes get clients that have gone through a period of depression and they've gained a heap of weight, unfortunately, then they've come out of the depression and they're trying to lose weight now and they're trying to lose what they gained during that time. And it is really hard and I'd hate for that to happen for you if this is something that could happen to you as well. I mean, I think everyone goes through some sort of period where their mental health isn't in the best position. So I'm sure if this podcast doesn't help you right now, maybe one day in the future, it may help you. Hopefully you never need this podcast, but if you do, it's here for you to look back on. So for people with mental health challenges, it's even more important to focus on a diet because eating and drinking healthily, nutritious foods improves the symptoms of mental health disorders whereas eating unhealthy uh, foods and drinking may or they do make symptoms worse there is some strong evidence to show that a diet that's high in fruits vegetables nuts legumes and poultry eggs and dairy products and the occasional red meat is associated with a reduced risk of depression now what I've just mentioned is pretty much the Mediterranean diet. So that's a really great diet to follow. When I say diet, it's not like a weight loss diet. It's like a type of, a way of eating. It's like the Mediterranean style. And it is really important. It is, sorry, it is a really well-researched diet that has been associated with so many different benefits and also being associated with reduced risk of so many different illnesses as well. So it is pretty much what I preach to my clients and what I mainly focus on. And there is also some evidence that omega-3 fatty acids can also improve your mental health too. So there there was a study that found oily fish like tuna, salmon, mackerel, sardines, herring, and in smaller amounts, some um, white fish like cod, snapper, bass, bass, bass fillets, that called? Yeah. And having these oily pieces of fish two to three meals a week will help with improved mental health and getting enough of these omega-3 fatty acids in. Whereas diets high in refined carbohydrates, so like packaged foods and packaged carbohydrates like chips or pastries or oh my god I can't even think of what refined carbohydrates are I suppose they're not really like yeah like lollies, chocolates that sort of thing as well can increase the risk of symptoms of depression as well so there's several ways that your diet can affect your mental health so it can be through changes in blood sugar levels inflammation and your gut health now in particular I want to talk about your gut health so if you haven't heard there's something called the gut-brain connection. And this connection is linked through the vagus nerves that run, the vagus nerve. sorry, that runs through the, from the brain to the gut. So if you've ever had a, like a feeling like you get butterflies or you're nauseous or um, nervous and you feel it in your stomach, I'm sure you've heard someone say, I'm going to go do a nervous poo. Like, you know, when you get so nervous and you go to the toilet. This is because of that connection between our brain and our gut. So our gastrointestinal tract, which is our gut, is very sensitive to pretty much all our emotions like anger, anxiety, sadness, elation, nervousness, all of these things. And these can trigger symptoms in our gut. And a troubled intestine can send signals to the brain just as a troubled brain can send signals to the gut. So therefore, a person's stomach or intestinal distress can be the cause of or product of anxiety or stress or depression. And that's because the brain and the GI system are pretty much connected very closely. So to support our mental health, our gut health needs to be in a really great position. It needs to be nice and healthy. So that means so a healthy gut pretty much means a diverse gut and diversity helps keep the gut balanced and healthy however if your gut is not balanced this is called dysbiosis and this is when opportunistic microbes can take advantage and proliferate and then that results in inflammation so controlling inflammation can help to improve mood and anxiety levels too and the good news is this is something that you can control, which is through your diet. And one way to improve your gut health through your diet is to increase the abundance of diverse microbes and reduce your inflammation. So the way that we can do it is by having a predominantly plant-based diet with lots of fiber in it. So think what I mentioned before, like fruits, vegetables, nuts, legumes, all really great including things like herbs spices they all help to diversify the microbes in our gut and make it a healthy pretty much like ecosystem in our gut to thrive and that will help with our for our mental health too so studies have found to optimize your gut health you should be having about 30 different types of plants in your diet in a week now that might sound like oh my god that's so many different types of plants to have in my diet but really it's not and you can easily hit this and you probably already are getting pretty damn close to it as well so for example if you're having like a multi-grain bread you're already probably getting in six or seven different types of grains through that bread and then you might have um a smoothie for breakfast or, and then you've got you know banana berries it's another few different types in there as well you might have a salad and then add in some coriander or you might add some herbs and spices in there and then you have different types of meats I mean different types of vegetables with your meat for dinner and there's a few more there and that's just in one day so it's very easy to hit 30 different types of plants um, I have no doubt that that won't be a challenge for many people to try to get that much into their diet Now, the reason why I really believe that diet can really help with our mental health is not going to, you know, make depression go away or anxiety go away, but it can help with the symptoms. I have many clients that tell me how much better they feel once they fix up their diet and improve their diet and they feel good that they feel like their mental health just increases and improves pretty much straight away and i really believe this is because of the variety of um, plants that they're getting in their diet now compared to what they had previously so it is still really important to make sure you get that variety i did have one client say you know i feel better eating this way than i did when i was seeing my psychologist and i'm like damn that's impressive Not shitting on psychologists at all. They are so important. I feel like everyone should see one at some point in their life. But it just goes to show just how important your diet is. Now, there are some supplements that can help with our mental health as well. So having some probiotics can be really helpful. So when you're looking at a probiotic, getting on with lots of different strains in the probiotic can be really helpful because then you're getting a nice diverse amount of probiotics in the di- in the capsule and then into your gut as well. So you can see how many strains are on it on the back. It usually says how many strains are on there. I, I personally like the bioglan probiotic brand they have lots of different strains and it seems to be really beneficial in my clients that have it like it too so that's one recommendation for a probiotic the second is vitamin d so if you are vitamin d deficient you need to be taking your supplements i know some people hate taking supplements or they forget but vitamin d is just so important and one of the benefits of vitamin d is improved mental health and it has been proven time and time again that people who are vitamin D deficient are at higher risk of depression compared to those within normal ranges. So to take your vitamin D is super important. Make sure you do it if you need to. Until your vitamin D is in the optimal range, continue to take your vitamin D supplements. The third supplement I recommend, which I pretty much touched on previously, was fish oil. So studies have found that people with a lower intake of omega-3 fatty acids are correlated with increased risk of depressive symptoms. So fish oil that has more than 50% EPA was found to be beneficial. So when you're looking for your fish oil supplements, you'd usually say EPA and DHA. So if it has more than 50% EPA, that's what you'd be looking for in your fish oil supplements. And taking about 2000 milligrams is okay there are some people who can't take supplements these certain supplements i've mentioned so please contact your doctor prior to taking any supplements and getting the approval from them first because there are some medications and some health issues where i wouldn't recommend taking these supplements and in particular your fish oil as well so please check with your doctor first so that's pretty much what the studies have showed to be really helpful with mental health and how to improve your mental health. However, it's all well and said to, you know, focus on this and focus on that. And this is really important for your mental health. But when you aren't in that mindset to be able to look after yourself and, you know, you, can, you can't you can look after yourself with your nutrition at the moment because your mental health is in, um, is in such a bad way, it's really hard to follow that advice and be like, yeah, okay, I'll do that for my mental health when you're already just not in the best mental space at the moment. So I want to give you some really easy, practical tips that can help on a day-to-day basis when you can not cook anything, when you're not in the best state of mind to cook anything, do anything, that can still be really helpful to make sure you are maintaining some sort of nutrition in your diet. Because even though in this time you're probably like, I know I need to eat well, but I just don't care and I just don't want to and whatever's I can get my hands on, I'll eat. And that's sort of the mindset that you're in. These tips will be really helpful to help you improve your nutrition still. So the number one thing I focus on is to make sure that this is as easy as possible for you, where you have to do virtually nothing to make sure that your nutrition is still in an optimal state. So the number one thing I would say would be if you can't cook go get pre-made meals. Think my muscle chef, Core Power Foods uh Coles have a brand called Proform for meals. They're really great. And w- what I would recommend you do is just look on the nutrition panel and just make sure it's still a healthy amount of calories. For the average person, I'd say around 500 calories for a meal. And just make sure there's at least 20 grams of protein. That way, when you need to eat, you just need to put something in the microwave. You're less likely to go get takeaway or make a meal that's not going to best serve you. And this pre-made meal would still give you the nutrition that you need. And you don't have to do anything. The next tip I would have is to purchase an air fryer oh my gosh, if you don't have an air fryer, you need an air fryer. So this makes eating well so easy, like so easy. You could put anything in the air fryer, like any meats, potatoes in the air fryer, not rice, but (laughs) there's so much you can put in there. So just say you were trying to make a well-balanced meal, you could easily chop up some potatoes, put it on a pan and then chuck it in the air fryer with a piece of salmon and then grab a, steam fresh pack of vegetables and chuck that in the microwave. You've literally done nothing. All you've done is put things in the air fryer and in the microwave and you've got yourself a healthy, well-balanced meal without doing anything. Another example you could do is buying chicken skewers, putting them in the air fryer. Another thing with the air fryers, you don't even have to stand over like a stovetop and, you know, flip them and everything. Just chuck them in the air fryer, get the steam fresh, I mean the steam... What do they call it? A quick cup of rice, putting that in the microwave, and then just get a bag of pre-made salad, grab a handful, put that on the plate. Then you've got another well-balanced meal, and you've done literally no cooking at all. You've done barely anything. All you've done is put something in the air fryer in the microwave and then put it all on a plate. Super easy and super convenient to get your nutrition in when you don't feel like cooking anything or standing over a stovetop. However, you're also not going to be purchasing through Uber Eats or anything as well, which is really helpful too. Another tip I have is to limit alcohol and caffeine as much as possible. Having like one or two cups of coffee at most, and then trying to limit alcohol as much as you can. Because I find alcohol can leave you feeling great in that moment, but then the next day, or after the high of the alcohol comes down, you feel even worse than you did before. So if we can limit the amount of alcohol we're having, that can be really beneficial. When it comes to breakfast meals, I just think smoothies are something great that you can have in the morning. You don't have to do any cooking, you just have to put things in a blender and then blend it up. It's really, really easy. You don't have to worry about cooking something um, you can drink it while sitting on the couch or if you are one to sort of stay in bed at the moment you can have your smoothie in bed and just sit there and you're still getting some sort of nutrition in that way too. With snacks I highly recommend just getting snacks you can just grab and eat. So thinking about things like Tuno on rice cakes and cottage cheese on rice cake, I think, are just a bit too much effort when your mental health isn't the best. So I would opt for things like fruit, nuts, yogurts, cheese stringers, little popcorn packs. All of those are really great options to have where you don't have to do anything. You just have to grab and eat. That is, I think, the biggest key factor, I think, for people that are really struggling is to make things as simple as possible. And even if you aren't struggling with your mental health and you just are lazy or you don't like cooking like myself, these tips are just as great for that as well. These tips are not just like, you know, suboptimal tips. They're still really good tips that will really give you good nutrition. So definitely still follow these if you feel you need on those busy days too. So that could be helpful too. Now, my final tip is to really focus on emotional eating if you're feeling depressed or anxious it is really easy to look for comfort food that usually makes people feel better however if you're doing this on most days over the weeks months however long however long this lasts you will eventually gain weight and for some people that might be okay and for some they're just like oh hell no i cannot gain weight So when you are feeling like emotional eating, you aren't feeling the best, we need to redirect these feelings somewhere else that's not going to be towards food. So I would recommend going towards my emotional eating podcast and listening to that because that can be really beneficial. Um, But just as a quick summary of what I spoke about in that podcast with emotional eating is we're going to redirect these emotions to somewhere else. So Think about what can make you feel better in that moment that won't revolve around food. It could be just cuddling your dog. It could be just stepping outside, taking a few deep breaths. Something like that can be really helpful just to help lift your mood a little bit and make you not think about food in that moment. And it's really important once you write down your list that you think will be helpful. Stick it on your pantry door or your fridge So that it can remind you that this is something you're wanting to focus on at the moment and remind you of other things that we can go towards instead of food. Okay, so I hope you found this helpful. Really, it's just about bringing it back to complete basics so that you're not stressing out trying to think about what to make or if you're not in that type of mindset and you're just like oh, I just want takeaway I'm just going to get takeaway and you get takeaway every day these can be really helpful to help get out of that mindset of just getting takeaway and going towards really easy meals or even pre-made meals that you can get. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions yeah go to my instagram nutrition underscore by samantha and send me a dm. I'm also going to be hosting a free masterclass very soon. I haven't set the date yet, but keep an eye out on my Instagram stories about when it will be and how you can sign up so you're able to get access to the masterclass. In this masterclass, we'll be going through the biggest struggles I see with clients as a nutritionist um, and how I help my clients with that and how I help them tackle these struggles that people face. And I think it'd be really helpful for you to. the main things I see is people saying that they eat really well and they're not seeing weight loss results, or they eat well and then they binge, or they just have no idea where to start. So we're going through all of that in this masterclass. So keep an eye out on my Instagram stories. I'm going to set a date and then we shall go from there. Anyway, if you are interested in working with me, please send me a DM on Instagram or you can book online through my website, www.nutritionbysamantha.com.au. But other than that, I shall see you in the next episode next week. Bye.